0: Round 1 was over, <laughs> parents won, kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep! Gentlemen, start your engines!
1: To infinity and beyond!
0: Such around here. Hello everyone and welcome to DDP. Today a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and today I'm joined by a few of my buddies and pals on this great Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our DDP fam. Hope you're enjoying time with the family. So let me go around and see how my family's doing going around the table. I'm gonna start with my buddy from the south. But wait, Aussie I'll see Dave. What's up, man? Hey, how are you, mate? I'm good. I'm good, buddy. How's life? I mean, it's you know, it's good, man. It's good. Just uh busy. Yeah. It's uh it's one of those things where uh I I talked to you earlier today and you know Katie was working, Riley had a performance for acting. I was trying to figure out dinner, I had a meeting at seven with a client, had all this great stuff, and uh so yeah, but now it finally gets to kind of take a take a breath. And I was gonna say, yeah. like
1: so not much going on. No, yeah, never I get that. Yeah, never with never.
0: me. How about you? So,
1: um, Yeah, busy, busy working, uh, doing my thing. So, yeah, keeps me busy. I've also, last week, um, I had rehearsals for, so I'm working full time and then doing rehearsals for uh, some stuff coming up for the holidays, Um, some DJ work and things like that. And the problem with uh, DJing in theme parks and things like that is that their rehearsals take place at about, well, you know, 3 a.m., so wait, yeah. so wait, so wait, so whenever would, you
0: do this, you go to these places and then you, you perform, you rehearse, but it can't be when anyone's around. So. Correct. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah. So we,
1: uh, we had one at Hollywood Studios, um, and I, we weren't in until I think it was about 1230, nearly one o'clock. Mm. And then by the time the walkthrough and um, everything happened, it was about 2.45.
0: Awesome. That's easy. You
1: should call me. I'm usually awake. So I, Right. Well, I worked, came home, took a nap, got up, went and did like a four-hour rehearsal, came back, went to sleep again got up and went like like i just got my like seven hours but just in shifts instead with like a giant break in the middle so so it's not always quite as glamorous as uh cavorting around the world and uh jumping on planes and big events in front of people okay like i know mike is sometimes like wow dave's like living the life and i'm like i'm just i'm just rehearsing at 3 a.m when other people are sleeping
0: yeah well, you can call me, you know, I, uh, I suffer from insomnia. So a lot of times, especially these past two weeks, uh, I have not okay. been sleeping, you know, this. And, uh, so I, I do, I've been living in blocks of sleep as well. So I'll, I'm getting like three hours a night and then I, I take a nap and there may be nothing better. Than a afternoon nap when you really need it. I mean, there's it's just one of the greatest things. So, uh, well, I good. Enjoy man. naps. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's it's fantastic. You're doing well. I know a guy that really loves naps. I'm gonna check in with him, and that is, you know, he's he was previously mentioned there by Dave, and that is Mike. What's up, man?
2: What's going on? Yeah, I actually got my afternoon nap in today. Uh, Unlike you, I was not as busy as you today. I was one of my days off, and I'm off tomorrow too, which is good. I am uh, looking forward to the Thanksgiving week. Uh, Unfortunately, I have to work Thanksgiving. You know, it's one of those things where sometimes you get stuck working holidays, especially in law enforcement, it never closes. So uh, I got to work. But we're going to have a little bit of a family dinner on Thursday night. But I'm really looking forward to that Saturday night. I'm having my whole squad over from work, and we're going to have a big Friendsgiving and have a huge party and a huge a uh, little barbecue at my house, and you know, get to enjoy other things than turkey on uh, that Saturday after Thanksgiving. I uh, get to do some Black Friday shopping with the girls. So, even though my Thanksgiving is going to be busy, uh, kind of working, I'm still looking forward to the couple of days after that. And uh, I just booked my trip to New York. I'm going to, to see my mom in December. Um, truthfully, I would rather chew glass than go back up to New York. But, um, you know, I, I have to go. It's one of those things. Mom's selling the house and uh, she wants to get a few things out of there before uh, before she closes the door for the last time. And uh, I get to say goodbye to the house, too. You know, it's the house I grew up in my entire life. It's the only house that, you know, my parents ever lived in, so it's going to be kind of uh, tough for her to uh, close the doors. But, uh, but, you know, good things and good chapters coming up. And um, she's excited about her new move to her new condo. So it uh, should be fun. should be good. And uh, I'm, I'm more looking forward to seeing my friends. Um I got quite a few people that I've already spoke to that I'm gonna make plans and see. And uh, the next thing I gotta do is plan out my menu and where I want to eat because I think the only thing that I do miss from New York is the food. And uh, I've got a few places in mind that I definitely want to hit when I get up there.
0: I love it, man. I love it. Uh yeah I'm I, I'm excited for you. I think I think you know it's yeah it's it's different going back now. But you know it's you know it's temporary when you go and that'll be mm-hmm. that'll be a, a breath of fresh air knowing you're coming back down the south where it's eighty degrees today. Um uh, so listen, uh, I want to do something new tonight, guys. I want to try something that we've never done before. And I'm going to I'm gonna give it a name. And we're going to call this, as it is Thanksgiving, and like I said, the temperature is starting to dwindle in places and people are turning on their fireplaces to warm up. We're going to do our first DDP fireside chat. And uh, with this, so what we're going to do, you guys knew, the only thing I told you was uh, come up with two topics, any two topics you want, and we are going to be unstructured. We, You know, normally I like to be very by the book. We're very structured with everything. Not structured. We're just going to have a chat. And uh, we don't know each other's topics. We're going to talk about why we brought it to the table, and then we're just going to discuss them, have a good time, and, uh, and go around the table just spending time together chatting about things. Because why? This is what we would do if we were all hanging out. And so let's do it today, and let's have a good time. I'm actually going to go first, though. I am going to step into the arena, uh, and I'm going to dip my toe first for my first topic. And uh, I want to talk about Disney promotions because, you know, with COVID, and the reopening of the parks, so the one thing that we missed a lot were Disney promotions. It's a huge part of people's Disney vacations. Because when they look, a lot of times it's people who maybe go once every two years, three years, four years, five years. And they only really kind of catch their eye and say, I want a book is when Disney releases promos. So for a good two years, we did not see one Disney promotion. Over the last, I would say, two to three months, we've seen Disney promotions run out left and right. Everything from AP promotions for room only uh disney visa promotions we've seen um dining plan dining cards we've seen all this stuff so we got a brand new one yesterday kids play and dine for 50 percent off uh you can now book that for early 2024 and that's children's ages three through nine uh theme park tickets and dining plans will be half off with the purchase of a non-discounted four night four day walt disney world uh package for you and the kids and that includes, of course, a room at a select Disney resort, hotel, theme park tickets, and a dining plan. So the, what I want to chat about is the fact that, you know, we hear a lot of people complain about the prices of Disney. And I don't think we'll ever see the prices go lower. But I think Disney has realized um, that maybe they have priced out a lot of people. And they are fixing that issue with these promotions or making these promotions available. I mean, we talk AP promotion. You know, it's 35% off right now for for rooms on on property um so they're making these promotions to where they're making it more affordable for families to go and i think that's a great step in the right direction dave um yeah i I, i'll be real honest i wasn't
1: aware that there were this many discounts and things being offered um i think particularly as you said post-covid disney got a lot of pushback on pricing people out of the market and news articles in major publications talking about how they were no longer a vacation for every family to be able to enjoy and things like that. We saw a lot of press about things like that and yeah, they're not in the habit of dropping those prices so they've got to find a way to add value so that it feels like you're getting more. Even though you're still paying as much, and this is how they do it. I mean, they're a marketing giant, and they know what they're doing. They've been doing it for a hundred years. So interesting. Yeah, I think that's it, pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, it's and it's it's great because here's the cool part about kind of what I do. Right, is the fact that yes, we we book vacations all the time. You know, I had a meeting right before this with a family that doesn't go to Disney, but once every like five or six years. And I'm explaining all the differences because there's a ton of differences out there that just weren't there before as far as like changes even with Genie, Genie Plus, you know, the way the DAS, you know, pass system works um, with transportation to and from the airport, with magic bands, with, you know, with technology, with MDE, like all that stuff has changed since people went to the parks five years ago. Like everything's, everything's different. When they look at it, it's super complicated, but they also look at it and they go, here's what scared, I think scared a lot of people. They looked at it and said, not only is it extremely uh you know extremely complicated it's also extremely expensive and I think a lot of people started going hey man I you know I don't think I want to go there I think I want to go somewhere else where I can make my money go further uh, in the long run but Disney's realized that and they, they yeah like I said they didn't go hey we messed up we need to we need to book something different you know what I mean they have gone now and they've said hey we're going to give promotions that will apply to everybody I just I just pulled up on my my ta site. Um, just a random date, right? So, my random date, March twentieth through the twenty-sixth, for two adults, at stay at the Grand Floridian Resort. Okay, cheapest room offered on just a standard price is not. This is without taxes and fees. Nine ninety-one, an average of nine ninety-one a night. Okay, that's for resort view. Here are all the promotions, though. They have a save up to twenty-five percent on rooms in early twenty twenty-four. Okay, they have a kids play and dine. We just talked about that. They have a Disney Visa card members save on rooms. They have a pass holder save up to 35%, and they have a Florida resident save on rooms. So we are talking about one, two, three, five different promotions that are running just for that. So let me give you something here. So not even talking about having an AP, right? If I just do just saving 25%, it's going to take a room that was almost $1,000 a night. It's going to bring it you know, into a more affordable option. So we go from $991 to $787. Now, listen, still a lot of money. But when you talk about that and when we do that over five or six nights, you've now made it to where you can add the dining plan on and it be completely free. It, you know, if you're looking at that in the, in you know, instead of it being the full price of thing, Mike, that's a game changer for for families. It
2: really is. No, it really is. As a Matter of fact, my topic tonight I wanted to bring up was the dining plan and how you think it's going to be affected uh, in 2024 with it coming back. Um, I know something that when I was when I was traveling from New York and flying down all the time, it was one of those things where I like to have you know my money all set aside. I kind of knew what I was spending. It, there was no surprises or shocks, and I always looked for the value. You know, obviously I didn't have a travel agent when I was doing it, and I would price it out you know online and say this is what I'm looking at for my room. This is what it was, and sometimes it was... Is you'd get a better deal with promotions on getting a more expensive room than you would some of the cheaper rooms. You know, I was getting better value. I was getting more, more for my money getting some of these promotional packages that they offered at the time to stay in a moderate resort than I was staying in a value resort. Uh, it would actually cost me more money staying in a value resort than it would staying at, the, you know, some of the moderate ones. So we always wound up kind of staying in the moderate resorts before we became DVC members um so yeah one of the things that i think was a great money saver for a family especially if they're traveling from afar and they really want to enjoy a lot of the disney restaurants and some of the fine dining that they do have uh i'm kind of glad to see the dining package is coming back and that they are offering promotions like you said they can't really go back on the price the price is what it is um they'll never really give a price cut but at least you're getting more for your money you know that that dollar stretches a little bit further than what it was well then so let me give you this dave so this is I have all the prices here, right? Hold up for that week. So
0: I can now look at every single resort, and I can tell you the difference, right? Mike Mike hit it on the head. So let's take a family who has been to Disney, and they, you know, in the budget, it's only for, they've only been able to afford value resorts, right? All right. So with this promotion, yeah. like I said, 25% off. This applies to everyone. You do not have to have an AP, a Disney visa. You don't have to have Florida resident. You don't have to do any of that. This applies to anyone who's booking during those days. So they could stay at Disney's Pop Century for an average of 237 a night, okay? Or okay, for six dollars more a night, they can go to Disney's Coronado Springs and stay for two forty three in a moderate. now you're talking about having a pool that has a slide. you're talking about more dining options, you're talking about all that stuff. They could go and spend a little more money, uh just a couple more dollars and go over to Disney's Port Orleans and stay for two hundred sixty three a night, or they could go over to Caribbean Beach for thirty dollars more and do two ninety seven a night. so and now you have access to Skyliner gondola. you have all this stuff. so listen. When we're talking that some of the moderates are pricing out for literally the same price as Pop Century, uh, I mean, even with this discount, all star movies is two oh five. So we're seeing this discount really apply to some of these these. You can get a cabin at Fort Wilderness for $470 a night. Now you're talking you when you go with a large family, that is a oh, great fun. option. A great option. Yeah. Animal Kingdom Lodge for $450, Saratoga for four fifty. dollars I mean, the the prices are very reasonable. For moderate and deluxe resorts at Disney right now, which is a game changer and something we haven't seen in a long time.
1: Yeah, that's huge. I mean, some of those rates are insane and we haven't seen in years. So we're talking well before COVID, mm-hmm. um, some of those prices. So um, that is crazy that they're um, bringing those so low, giving the people that those options because, yeah, as you said, they're not about to start bringing down the price of a ticket to the parks
0: yeah.
1: or anything like that. So, yeah,
0: wow. Well, let me say this too. Interesting. Let me say this too. That like, if you if you don't use a travel agent, which I don't know why you're not. You know, you can be. We can be as hands on as you want us or not to want to have it. But it's nice to have somebody have your back. Um, and this is not a promotion for Away With Me Travel, but it kind of is. It is a little bit. You should uh, get a hold of a local travel agent, someone you know, something like that, go through them. One, you help a small business, but two, if you're not using them, make sure to check on this stuff because if you have a Disney room uh, or, or vacation booked, make sure you're staying up on top of, of these promotions, because this is one of those things that you can apply to your existing reservation and you can save a ton of money. So for me, I love seeing this. I think it's, it's a great thing Disney's doing. I hope they continue to do those promotions. I think that puts it back in the ballpark of, Pre-COVID kind of price range, and really, really fantastic stuff there.
1: Yeah, crazy. So, um, and here's the here's the thing: is that, um, like, we used to see like these promotions come and go And we would see waves of people uh, visiting Disney world at specific times uh, pre COVID. And then they all got phased out and there was always those conversations of will we ever see this again? And we sometimes bet on things not coming back, but we are slowly starting to see the reintroduction of them uh, sometimes changed, uh, often changed and sometimes for better and sometimes for worse. But um, for example, uh, what was it uh, august was no uh, september was always free dining month mm-hmm. wasn't it somewhere around yeah. there yeah so yeah somewhere around there september october something like that because they would have that drop off as school went back and then they were trying to keep people in before um halloween kicked in so um so yeah so we would see like free dining month um where the dining plan was just free it was included in your stay um we're not quite back to promotions quite as good as that but we're definitely headed back in that direction
0: it at least makes it affordable for people i mean i know know, Mm. when we say affordable i understand look all i will tell you this is someone who i do a lot of disney but i do anywhere in the world it is just expensive to travel right now i mean it, it really is flights are expensive so no matter where you're going um and i think disney kind of has taken a bad rap on that um i know there's some other stuff i can hold disney's feet to the fire on and i probably will with my next topic uh but for this i give them huge props i think it's great that we're seeing these promotions making it affordable for people and they're also making it to where you know i'm not complaining because as someone you know who has a disney visa and could get an ap discount and do all that you know it was nice for me but it's nice to see that they're making these promotions available for anyone that wants to go to the parks and i think that's a that's a a, that's a big plus. And I think they know that, you know, and also we're seeing it, man. I mean, we're seeing the fact that the parks, you know, I, I'm hearing the parks are dead and then I'm seeing that the parks aren't dead. So you know, I think it's working. I really, really do. So that is my uh, first topic there. Uh, Dave, what do you got, man?
1: Well, you actually just more or less mentioned mine, um, and that is that uh, the the random communication that you see during this time period makes it really hard to predict what's going on. Um, we just talked about how planning is a big part of everybody's uh, vacation to Disney. Lots of people, particularly like Mike, like to have a plan, know what they're doing, where they're going to be, or at what time, where they're spending their money, and trying to figure out the flow of disney during the holidays is just insanity like you you hear these contradicting stories of as you just said the parks are busy or the parks are dead the parks are busy the parks are dead um and it's really about what you want out of it we've kind of touched on this i think maybe a year or so ago maybe two years ago we did an episode where we talked a little bit about this about how if you want to do a day of rides in magic kingdom and get the most out of it. Like get there early and go hard on a Christmas party day. Yeah, Get in If Now, if you want to see fireworks, you're obviously not going on a Christmas party day, but if you want to get in and get those rides done, Christmas party days, you're going, it's going to be a little busy in, in the morning. It's going to die off around lunchtime and you'll get a whole lot done um, uh, from twelve until four, when the uh, when the crowd for that starts filing in. But you can re like you hear people post and you see people uh tagging videos and on X and Facebook and things like that where they're like, oh um, the parks are dead right now. And then literally the other day, one of my friends was like, you cannot move in Epcot. No, wait.
0: and I'm like, wait, t- Epcot's busy. Like Epcot was. Hacked apparently on this day. I told you I called you. I I've got a I've got a great uh friend of the friend of the show, client who uh called me and was like, Hey man, want to go to Epcot. I'm just I'm in town for one day. Um, can you get me a, a ticket for my friend? Because he has an AP. Can you get me a ticket for my friend? And so that way we can go in. And I'm like, Yeah, of course, man, I, I got you covered. So uh get him a room, get a ticket, and the ticket, there was no park availability for Epcot or Magic Kingdom. Like, I haven't seen that in since COVID, like I, I I didn't I didn't know Epcot could get to that This was this week. This was this past Saturday. I mean, like, that's insane. That's
2: I mean, Mike, we've not seen that forever. I mean, all we got going on right now is food and wine, right? That's Epcot. it. That's it. Yeah. A Saturday night, I guess. Are and... they?
1: Is it food and wine, or have they converted across into yeah, holidays around holidays the world? Around
0: the world. That's a good question.
1: Yeah, but it, it it's a festival of some description because yeah. that's all Epcot knows how to operate. Um, so yeah, Mike, that's that it, like the variety in days, I don't know if you keep track of that or if anybody in your circle posts about it, but it's just like, it's either feast
0: or famine. Well, it's one of those things too, where like, for for example, I had a meeting before this with, like I said, someone who doesn't go very often, hasn't been in years and she's watching these blogs and reading these sites. And they're almost scaring her. You know what I mean? They're They don't know. They have no clue. And I told her that. I'm like, "Listen, they don't know up from down, left from right. What's going to be happening 2 months from now? They have no clue."
1: I used to work there. Like, you're a travel agent and we don't know. Right. Like you can't you
0: can't predict this. Here's what I can tell you. The and, and if you're listening to this, you probably know this. I'm going to tell you if you're going to Disney, don't go to Epcot on a Saturday. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just stick away from Epcot because locals go. And that's just, you know what I mean? But these people that are going, oh, the parks are dead. Disney's seeing the wrath of everything. And, And then these, also these people who go, don't go to Disney. It's so crowded. You can't get around. Listen, they don't have a clue. They don't have a clue. Like, it's different from day to day on what's going on with those parks. And you just, look, you go, you have a good time. You prepare you plan you make the most of it and mike you know this if you if you plan ahead and you are online at 60 days and you do your dining and you know or you get someone to do it for you if you hire somebody uh and and you you know use genie plus to the best of your ability or you rope drop uh you do lightning lanes like if you do that stuff it doesn't matter the crowd you can have a successful day in the parks it doesn't matter
2: have a plan and always have a backup plan because yes. plan A doesn't always work. And then you can always convert to plan B, uh, be ready to pivot, you know, change direction and do what you got to do. It's uh, it's one of those things where, um, I know some people are on the fence about getting the park hopper, but listen, if you're in Epcot, one of those days where you can't even move around, at least if you have the park hopper, you can, you know, change adjust and go somewhere where the capacity isn't that great. You know, isn't that high. And the wonderful thing about in today's technology, you can get right on your MDE and look and say, Oh, okay, the wait times aren't that bad in this park. Or, you know, if, if you're looking on the wait times and you're standing in Magic Kingdom and there's a 45-minute wait for Finding Nemo, then it's probably a good idea you don't go to Epcot that day. Um, you know, I don't think that's ever been more than 10 minutes. So if you see yep. that at, at a high, you know, high wait time, then that's a pretty good idea that you want to stay away from Epcot. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of things like that. So as long as you have a, you know, backup plan and you don't let what your original plan A, you know, if it, if it kind of goes south and goes sour, doesn't ruin your day, then you can obviously adjust and make make a, a great day out of something that you didn't expect to be
0: also plan ahead if you're flexible with your dates and dave you know this better than anybody if you're flexible with your dates do not go on a marathon weekend or a run disney weekend do not go when um you know there's an event going on like cheerleading or football stuff like that like if you can stick away from those times you're already ahead of the curve with a lot of this
1: yeah, and I mean that's that's sometimes easier said than done because I mean we sit here uh, at, like as uh, as if we're Monday morning quarterbacks, like but uh, with the knowledge. Oh, that's and, the best uh, kind of like, quarterback
0: because that way. And, and this first is, off, right. hold on, can we take a minute, Mike? He used a sports analogy, sports term. Correctly. Proper properly. Yeah. Yeah, properly. That's, that's the key. It's not usually correct. Hey, I expect him to be like, it's, it's not yeah. like you're a Monday morning pitcher, you know, and it's like, what?
1: It, yeah, like, no, <laughs> no. I, I got this. I got this. Like I can sport. Um anyway, so but yeah, like we sit here with this knowledge and we 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 say, Oh, don't go on this day, or don't go here at this time, or look for this, or use that. But I mean, to your point a few moments ago, it gets really complicated. There's so many different versions. And yeah, the minute you disappear down, down a a rabbit hole of Facebook posts and uh, people that think they know what's going on and want to tell you the only way to do it is this. And you're like, no, there's, yeah, you've, you've got to have the backup plan. You've got to like, know that like, and I don't even claim to know everything. Like we're not going to be able to tell you 100% this is the guaranteed best way to do it right now. And anybody who claims that is just is also telling you to invest in crypto.
0: So it's funny because <laughs> so I, when I was meeting with my client, like don't invest in crypto. <laughs> don't invest in crypto, not now. When I was meeting with my client, or no, you know what's even worse than crypto is NFTs. Remember when NFTs are like the big thing, and now you can't you can't give away an NFT. Like people were spending like a hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars on certain uh, NFTs. You can't even give them away. Um. Nope. The uh, anyway, I was meeting with with my client, and they asked me. They said, "Which we're in the wrong business, Dave. We need we need to do this if this case." And also, these people are jerk faces. And yes, I said that. I I'm not bleeping it. I'm saying jerk faces. Yeah, um, jerk faces. They are jerk faces.
1: There's companies. I don't out even know who, which people we're talking about. You're, you're
0: gonna think so. There's companies out there that are charging uh, Disney guests who are unfamiliar with. Genie, Genie Plus, Lightning Lane $300 a day to make their Genie Plus selections for them day of. That's insane. So they charge them... Th- jerk faces. Jerk faces. They charge them 300... 300- Children, you can use that term. Right now in the car, let's all say it together. Jerk faces.
2: Jer- um, jerk face.
0: The uh, They are charging these people $300 because the way they're doing it is like, If you don't know how to do this, you're not going to get the most out of it. You're not going to get the most out of your vacations. They're pretty much scaring them. And I told her, I was like, "Right, this it. Don't do this. This is watch a YouTube video. (laughs) Get someone like me who's going to have a face to face Zoom meeting with you and talk you through how to do it. You know, Um, right." It it's not it's not that complicated. Don't get me wrong. It requires some finesse and
1: it qu- requires an understanding and when to be on the app and where you should be oh, clicking correct. at what time if there's something specific you want. So you're not sending but a rocket not, to the
0: moon. Like I mean, this is not like you know what I mean? It's it's not rocket science.
1: Correct. It's not rocket These surgery. Predatory
0: right. jerk faces. Say it together, kids, one more time. Jerk faces. All right. Jerk faces there we go. Mr.
2: Justin said we can say
0: it. Mike, what's your topic, buddy?
2: Um, next topic is going to be, um, now that obviously we've seen some a major change this year in the closing of Galactic Star Cruiser, what do you think Disney's best bet is going to be for that space back there or what they plan on doing with it? I mean, it's a pretty good amount of real estate. It's in a pretty good location. What do you think is going to wind up being with that? And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of curious of now that the final mission or the final space trip has kind of gone out and what's going to be there. You have any ideas?
0: Can I tell you something I just read just, I think, yesterday? About this, and look, this is all speculation, all rumor. We have no idea what they're going to do with this space. But how cool would this be? And let me get your opinion on it. There is a rumor out there that they could make this the first Disney World adult-only hotel with with the Star Wars theme. Star Wars, <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know if they, you know what I mean. But still, can would you would you go? Say it's just you and Laura, would you go to an adult-only hotel at Disney?
2: Um, if Laura and I were doing just an adult only yes, trip, yes, but it, yeah, but it, it would have to be someplace like, like a grand Floridian or grandestino tower, something, something elegant. There's no way I'm convincing my wife <laughs> to go walking by <laughs> exactly to a Star Wars themed weekend, uh, you know, getaway adult only kind of thing. That's, that's not going to happen. That's, I don't even think, I don't even think space themed, even if it wasn't Star Wars would be a, a seller to that one. Uh, unless we were getting it for free uh, I, no what no, if they made it more I, like I a
0: cruise ship though instead of a star wars like so they go in they re-theme it all and they make it more like a cruise where you're dining and everything's included in the evenings like that kind of stuff
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I can understand that You know, but I I like to explain I mean, how good could the dining be When there's so much good dining out there You know what I mean? It's not like you're in a place Where you're on a deserted island And this is what they have Or you're in a particular area Where the outside food might not be so great I mean, you're literally... Within a fifteen-minute ride of some of the best cuisine out there, you know what I mean. So it's it's nice you get it in your room and you're in, or, or in your resort, so to speak, as an all-inclusive kind of thing. But I think you'd have to sell me on um, like a drink package, you know, an adult-only drink package. I don't know about yeah. um, the, the dining part of it because there's a lot of places that I, I like to go eat on the outside of you know Disney and you know around the surrounding area as well too.
0: That's not what I think they're gonna do with it. I think they're going to turn it into just a hotel. Um, I think they'll put up like merchandise in the films like it'll be a star wars hotel but it won't have a like a role-playing aspect to it i think that's what's coming dave dave what do you think all right
1: so i'm going to take a little bit of a different look at your same question and that is that to be perfectly honest i don't know i can't even guess what is possibly going in that space but we've seen in the past disney make a misstep and yeah there's missteps that happen um i i initially i think of um uh, my head jumps to the marketing of disneyland paris when it opened um as euro disney yep. or um disney's california adventure was a swing and a miss <laughs> when it first opened and um there's no denying that for the price point that was put on Star Wars Galactic Cruiser, as amazing as it was, that ultimately the entire project was probably a misstep. So my my next question becomes, if I don't know what's going in over there, has Disney learned its lesson or is it going to do it
0: again? Oh my gosh, do you think they'll open it again?
1: Or like will they like at one point when they first announced it was closing there was a, a an article that somebody posted about how they could use it retheme it and turn it into a Guardians of the Galaxy experience it would be
0: morons maybe right? jerk faces dave
1: <laughs> they would they, we're just going to keep coming back to that terminology um so and even even in, in so much of the um adults only disney hotel i mean there was talk of an adults only Disney hotel at one point. And then, um, when four seasons tried to get its five-star rating, um, uh, the four seasons on Disney property, it failed because and it's only a four and a half star, yeah. I think because of the amount of kids that go there. One of those things that make a five-star hotel a five-star hotel is the lack of noise and commotion and which all of that comes with kids. And so, um, Disney World and the Disney area doesn't have a five-star hotel as much as some of the JW Marriott's and, uh, Waldorf Astoria's and things like that. Try, uh, and four seasons, they try, but they, they don't get that rating because of the kid proximity. So doing, doing an adults only hotel. Is that, Doubling down and uh, and swinging at at something in an attempt to um to make something out of what was obviously a misstep and have they learned their lesson?
0: Long answer: Yes, uh, they. That would be a misstep. And short answer: Yes, that would be a misstep. Um, yeah, that's. I don't think they're going to do that. I think I think it'll, it's it's going to stay a resort. Here was where they messed up with that. Mike is. They messed up by trying to get too cutesy and the bedding that's in those rooms with, like, the bunk bed type thing. Like, Dave, you worked on a cruise ship forever. Mm-mm. Being in those tiny beds is not comfortable. And a lot of times you have families, like, Riley's getting older. You know what I mean? Or, like, Mike, perfect example, your girls. Mm-hmm. You and Laura go, you're in a full-size or queen size. I don't even know what was in that. I think it was a full-size queen, whatever, in that room. But then your girls are in bunk beds, like, kind of in the wall. Like, your girls aren't going to be comfortable in that. Like, th- they got too cutesy with... The- and Disney Imagineering doesn't swing and miss too often. But somebody, you know, went a little too far with this. Like, it just didn't make sense. And also, we said this from the beginning. How much, we can say with attractions, re ride how much, like, if you do it once, are you going to want to go do it again? Even as a big Star Wars fan? Like, are you going to pay that price point when you could go... With sandals, or you could go stay at the Grand Flow, or you could go stay. Like, I just, it, I said that from when they first announced. It, I'm like, okay, that's fine. You've already though taken a lot of people off the market because I, I think Disney thought this. They thought people will travel from around the world to come do this experience, and they just didn't.
1: Well, and I think COVID impacted it, and there were some other things that contributed to that. Well,
0: there's other things but, too, Dave, but also like why not they 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 got so like short sighted with the theming of the uh, of of the star cruiser that they didn't think about yep. the aspects outside of it so like yeah it's if it connected straight into galaxy's edge and you didn't have to get into a van with no windows you know what i mean to get to the park like it's like a creepy van like what do you <laughs> it doesn't make sense like they should have had a tunnel underneath that and
1: got in one of them. There was no candy. You were out
0: of Publix when you did that. It was weird.
1: (laughs) Oh,
2: okay. Never mind.
1: Um, uh, To your point from a moment ago about the rewritability of it, um, I've got a friend who is a big Star Wars nerd. Giant Star Wars nerd. And... He did it twice and was like, "Yeah, I don't need to do it again." Yeah, see, like because there are multiple storylines and at multiple there were multiple storylines and multiple experiences. Um, but by the time you've gone the second time, you've basically seen them all and you don't need to see them again.
0: Well, also bless you. Uh, that Excuse was me. really good. You held that sneeze pretty well. Um, I got through my sentence. That it was, was great. Really Go back and listen. Solid work, Mike. It's one of those things, man. You're the you're a huge Star Wars fan, and we've said this before. You're not gonna want to go role play for two days, like at Disney. You're just not gonna want to do it.
2: No, I'd rather I'd I'd rather spend an hour riding, you know, Rise of the Resistance. You know what I mean? That's kind of more of the, you know, like an immersive experience that I'm kind of enjoying. You know, I don't want to be that involved where, um, you know, I ha- I have to act out and you know I'm not. I'm not the kind of person that it's, wants to role play. You know what I mean? That's it's not, not my everybody's thing. cup of tea. Yeah. Let me, um, let me enjoy it in my own way, you know, and without having to get involved. Um, you know, and obviously when you're going through on Rise, sometimes the, uh, the cast members, you know, interact with you a little bit and you can answer their questions. And, you know, it, it, it's kind of cool, but I don't need to be doing that. I don't need to pay to do that. And I don't need to pay to do that and be, you know, part of my all day experience. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you. And it's one of
0: those things where also the, can we just say if I had gone, the star cruiser would have blown up because, yeah, uh, my job would have been like it would have been like a given. Uh, Lieutenant Suter, you have to be in the boiler room at eight thirty in the morning to push the button that keeps the coolant going, <laughs> and I'd be like, I'm sleeping in, you crazy, and all of a sudden we hear at eight forty five, you know, just it would have been horrible. I would have never played along. It would have been awful. Uh, let's move on. I'm gonna go to mine really quickly so I can just knock my two out. Uh, Dave, you're gonna be able to give a lot of insight on this for me. Oh, all right. And I hate when people think I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know this one, I think. All right. So I saw some videos the other day of Jollywood Nights. Um, and so look, what, some of my favorite things about Disney is Mickey's. I mean, Mickey's not scary is one of my favorite events ever. It's just fantastic. Mickey's very merry, but they came out with this new one, and I was huge on it. I, you know, I'm not doing Jollywood Nights, but it's a brand new after-hours event for those people who don't know. That's um, over at Hollywood Studios, and it is. Look, it's pricey. I mean, it it costs a pretty penny. They uh, tickets range from one fifty nine to one seventy nine, depending on um, depending on what day you're going, and it's ten dollars off for DVC or pass holders. So uh, listen, it's, it's even with DVC and pass holders, it's only ten dollars off.
1: And it's only a four hour yes, event.
0: That's what I was say, eight thirty to twelve thirty. So that's it. There's only 10 dates of it too. So anyway, so I see this and I'm like, okay, so that means for Katie Riley and I, I am now $500 in, uh, to go to this thing for four hours after hours in the parks. I saw the other day a video of Jollywood nights. Now let me say it looked awful. Like, the crowd, they had oversold the event and understaffed the event. And I didn't need to be there to realize it. Like I it the the so they brought back the tip top club, right? Which everybody thinks this is gonna be awesome. Like we're gonna go, they're gonna live music, all this. They had live music, but they had one bar open and the line stretched for over an hour to get a drink. It's only a four-hour event. Whoa. An hour to get a drink. So my question is this. We talked about how great Disney marketing is before. Should Disney marketing be more aware of the way that they promote these events? Because they do have things like Mickey's Not So Scary and Mickey's Very Merry, to make sure when you talk extra ticket events like Jollywood Nights, to not lump them in the same category as those two. Because it's not fair to the ticket holders that are going whenever they go, and the amount of stuff available um, is nowhere near what they expected.
1: Hmm. All right. Before I jump in, Mike, really quickly, Jollywood nights when they as as a person who doesn't work or didn't work for the company and isn't a um a travel agent like Justin as just a regular guy, when they announced this and said, Hey, we want to do this. This is going to be an offering, was it on your radar? Was it something you thought was cool? Would you want to do it before you saw anything about it?
2: Uh, I looked at the details about it. And then when I saw what you were actually getting for the money, you were I kind of said, No, that's something I could probably pass on. Um, just by looking at it from the outside, looking in, not knowing anything else, just by the little bit of research I did with what I saw came with it. All
0: right. So we preface this with what you're doing. This is why I said you have, and if you can't say it's fine.
1: Oh, I I'll be there this coming week. So, um, yeah. So, um, they, um, they reached out and asked for some, uh, entertainment offerings and, um, and, I'm going to be uh, DJing, playing music, and getting people involved, and making sure everybody's having a good time um, at at a location um, on a couple of the nights. I think I'm doing about four of the ten of them.
2: Well, now um, I want to go. S- yeah, but hold right.
1: on. Let me
0: ask you this before you move on, because <laughs> this is this might get to my point: is did did they contact after the fact? Like, had they already had the first night, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh. We need more entertainment. We need need more stuff going on. No, um, but it it was in
1: considering they started, they announced this, what, three months ago? It was in very close proximity to that opening.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. um, So shortly before they had obviously planned out what they thought they were going to have on offer and then somebody went, oh, we need more and there were some very urgent phone calls that happened uh cl- which uh, resulted in one of my friends um actually having to fly to california and drive something back uh to be utilized as part of it uh as part of the entertainment offerings that we were uh contributing so yes. yeah that like a 3 day drive on less than 24 hours notice like anyway so so it, there were some elements that were probably a little bit more rushed. However, he, and this brings me to my main point of this, all right? And that is that you're comparing apples and oranges right now, all right? You're looking at at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which is a traditional favorite, which has operated in Disney World for 20-something years question mark i don't know when that started there's an episode anyway um (laughs) um they they've had this and and it has grown through the years and it has changed and developed and they figured out what works and they now have this beautiful package that every single year We know what we're getting. We know what it's going to look like. The parade is at approximately this time. The fireworks is going to be here at this time. This is what it is. And you're comparing that to something that maybe two years ago, somebody went, we should do an offering, a secondary holiday offering park would we put that in well we've already got the festival happening over in epcot and we don't really do a shutdown private event in epcot but we do one in studios and what does that look like that was the first conversation of it a couple of years ago maybe even three or four years ago it might have been something in somebody's head pre-covid but it's not 25 years of planning development and piecing together and changing so we now have a product that, and here's the thing, is all of these people, all of these influencers rush to be there first and then complain when, they, when things aren't perfect. It's like when the wish first sailed and uh, it got so much bad press about the experience because all of these people had to be there first. And then when things weren't perfect, they complain about it using their platform. The same thing happened with Jollywood nights. Yeah. There's going to be first night teething issues. Maybe they needed extra bartenders. Maybe a a bar location wasn't able to operate for one reason or another. Maybe uh, I'm aware that they're talking about, everything we rehearsed and everything we've done potentially changing the location of certain entertainment offerings because they can, and they're potentially putting some of those things this second week around in a different location. So these are the teething issues that are going to happen. And we might look back on this uh, when we are celebrating our thousandth episode of DDP today and and look back and be like, oh, remember when we did an episode about how Jollywood Nights wasn't doing great initially? And it might become one of those favorites because once they work out these bugs, just like the Wish, there's going to be people raving about what the experience is and how, how good it is. Two things.
0: First, Justin, first, let me give you two words about the bloggers. Okay, jerk faces. Jerk faces. That's right, faces. Yep. That's yep. what that's what jerk the faces. name of this episode is going to be. And then everybody that doesn't, you know, they'll just see it and be like, "What?" <laughs> It'll probably be the most downloaded episode we episode, ever did. Yeah. Episode. Jerk face. Episode jerk. Episode three twenty one. Jerk faces. Um. Two. Let me let me rebuttal what you're saying because I understand where you're coming from. It's a new event. Something something new. It is10 dollars cheaper per person than Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party.
1: And once again we come back to your original discussion point for this episode of pricing the market wrong
0: right and that's that's where they mess up because here's the thing you can't you can't say extra ticket event during the holiday when you already have one that is so great and price it the same as the one that's so great and not offer. Anywhere in the ballpark what, what they're doing. Like I that's that's where I'm at with this. So Mike, final words
2: on that one. No, I agree. I agree. I'd like to see, you know, if it grows into something much better and bigger, that'd be great. I mean good for the parks, good for the people that actually get to go. And um I mean they 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 listen, they smartened up, they added Dave to the uh roster. That's, so that's, I'll, that's I'll the, pay uh, it now. now an the price is Man, worth it. I, yeah. So, I don't make, know if I bring that much to Baby it, steps, so. baby steps, they're getting there
1: Mike. And the, the night before I'm there You can actually also find me at Very Merry Christmas
2: so. Perfect,
0: <laughs> there we go uh, Mike, I'm going to come to you for your second one
2: uh, my second my, my second one was actually I wanted to talk about the Disney Dining Plan, but since we kind of got into that uh, with what you were talking about the promotions, I kind of had a backup one that I wanted to talk about. And um, obviously, we've been seeing some of the new you know the new the new towers being built by the Polynesian, and I'm sure they're going to be offering some more you know DVC rooms. Um, what do you think is going to be the future of DVC? Do you think they have there's really nothing on the horizon for them coming up? Do you think they might start offering some uh, some discounted prices on some of that because their prices have gone really high with the the DVC, and from what i've read their sales haven't been what they have been do you think there might be an improvement or some kind of change in what they're offering
0: no i don't uh unfortunately because here's why contracts are going to start having to be they are going to be able to resell contracts so what i mean is some of these original contracts are getting close to coming to fruition so they'll you know so they're going to be able to start completely reselling Old Key West. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think... I think we'll see a lower price point then, you know, whenever we start to see a secondary selling of, of contracts. It's something we've never seen with DVC, of course. Um, but I... The problem is this. If, if you really do the math, DVC is the most affordable way to be a Disney fan at a deluxe resort. It just really is. I mean... If if you can afford the overall cost of the initial contract, look, I would never go to Disney and pay cash to stay at a deluxe resort. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong. If you've got it in the budget, do it. Just that's it for my budget and my family. It wouldn't make sense. DVC allowed that to happen. Um, I've stayed at the resorts, you know, Wilderness Lodge, Grand Floridian, Bay Lake Tower, you know all these Polynesian, I've stayed at these places that I would have never stayed because of being a Disney Vacation Club member. That draw for people will continue to people coming back. I will say this, I think DVC, well, one, I'll say this because Joe's not here. The new tower with Polynesian is hideous. Like, I I wish they hadn't done that. That's one of the most beautiful skylines in the world to me is that look, you know, with the monorail loop and the Magic Kingdom and now you're just going to have this tower there. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but money talks. And so that's what I, you know, I I get that. Um but yeah, I I I don't think we're going to see a lot of change with DVC. I don't think we're ever going to see a discounted hotel coming in that they're going to offer rooms for. I mean, we just saw out in California the new tower opened and there is there is nothing cheap about it. I mean, like it is it is it is you know when you look at like what i paid back in 2010 per point compared to what that costs now it's double which is unbelievable
2: and my animal kingdom points were 92 a point
0: yeah i paid 110 for bay lake tower 110 a point mm-hmm. so yeah. just the math and like here's the thing you go back to like old key west when it first opened and they were What twenty bucks a point, something like that? I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm guessing. I know it's super low.
2: I thought I thought the cheapest day I ever went was like sixty dollars a point between the fifty and sixty. But I could have been wrong. I don't know, man. I don't know. I know it was just
0: super affordable, and so it's one of those things where we've we've consistently seen it over the last what thirty five years or however long DVC's been around. Uh, We've consistently seen it increase steadily, and I don't I don't foresee that ever changing, Mike.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I think you're right.
1: Because DVC resorts are the only resorts that we see that we are seeing headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already talked in this episode about how a specific themed resort uh, was attempted, took off and tanked to the point that it closed. What eighteen months later? Yep. Crazy. Um, so by the way, not
0: only that, we called that when it opened.
1: Oh, one hundred percent. If you go back
0: and listen, I think a lot of people did. If you go yeah. back and listen, we said this won't be here in two years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I wanted it to last longer. I wanted, I wanted it, to it to be a success. 16. Yeah. But um but then you also look at the fact that there was the what um nature resort mm-hmm. that was being built um there near the overwear um, um
0: over where river country
1: was. Right. Yes. Um and so um it was back in that on that road that leads to Fort Wilderness oh, campground. And me.
0: I was like, he's taking me in abduction. You're me. fine.
1: Yeah. Shh, you're fine. Nobody died. Um. So, but yeah, that was all planned, and that was going ahead, and then it never came back post COVID. And then everybody, whenever you talk about it, everybody's just like, look in anywhere but in your eyes, because yeah, we don't talk about it. It's like Bruno. Yep. So, um. So yeah, like, uh, Polynesian DVC was announced it was always on the books and when when the budget lines opened up and construction started being an option it, it kept pushing ahead like dvc is the only like we even saw part of um what one is that which one um
0: okay so well, why can't is that? So i which use, one is that Right, like we, we did great. Yeah.
1: yeah, um, over near um, Royal uh, Caribbean Beach, over near Caribbean Beach, what the open just before COVID with the really oh, nice Ruby restaurant Air? Topolino. Yeah. yeah, so we even saw Riviera. Like, um, does it have DVC element to it, or yeah, it's DVC, yeah, yeah, it's a DVC resort. Yeah. So, yeah, like, we when we talk about like successful resorts in the last five years. There's two
0: that have been successful and two that have uh, disappeared. Well, look at the difference. And the ones that have... Yeah. Let me give you this and and get your opinion. Look at the difference, right? So something fails in 18 months that's overly uh, saturated with, with intellectual property and characters and theming and all that, the most popular and resorts that are doing the best on property have very, very little Disney theming all without, all throughout and that is the DVC resorts. You do not see over the top Disney theming in any DVC resort. I mean, you you see it, but you don't see it over it the top. It exists.
1: Correct. It's not as
0: like uh, uh,
1: aggressively in your face. No. You might see um, some carpet, I mean,
0: or, you know, when you go in the room, there'll be that, like some a pic, so pictures and, you know,
1: tangled mural at uh at Riviera is stunning.
0: Oh, it's stunning. Um
1: yeah. but 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 it is like in a hidden kind of walkway as you're headed to it's not like full out on display it's elegant even even the the wet deck play area for uh at um for little kids is so well done with the hidden
0: theming But the one at grand flow where it's the teapot and you know from yeah that's it's beautiful so
1: yeah they they do a good job with those sorts of things now so yeah interesting
0: mike anything yeah this was your topic closing words
2: no, that's pretty much it. I was just uh, kind of curious on what the you know, direction of DVC was going to go, if you had any ideas or insights on that. We don't really talk about, even with Joe on the show, we don't talk a lot about DVC stuff. I know there's tons of podcasts that are dedicated just to DVC news and stuff that going on with that. But, uh, it's, you know, something that I want to just uh, chat about a little bit.
0: Let me chat just a second about the dining plan because you said that was your first topic that you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. I have uh, people who are over the moon happy the dining plan is back. Like, I, and I'm happy for them. Because a lot of families, we were talking about budget, they and I'm like this man. I'm look, I've got my cruise in April, and like it's a Royal Caribbean cruise, and I will have my dining because we always do deluxe dining paid for. I'll have my my drink package paid for. The fact that I can walk on that ship and know that everything I touch is paid for makes a vacation for me more enjoyable. Knowing I'm not coming home to a credit card bill, um, and now that Disney's brought that back, I know there are people that are like I've talked to them they're extremely happy about it so um good to see that come back uh dave final topic here we go i'm gonna be real honest i don't have one. Oh, okay good all right well perfect <laughs> i've had one so one thing
1: that i wanted to talk about so i have lots of opinions um so i was always happy to join in on your topics but i just had my one that i wanted to talk about
0: no, but yeah we're getting towards time anyways because over on the patron side okay we're going to be chatting about uh, the 15 states that you're most likely to uh, perish from an animal. Uh, like we look, we always say this podcast a little bit us a lot about. Disney. Sorry, what? Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be. Uh, we're going to talk about it because why? <laughs> then we're going to talk about the five states, and you might live in one of these states. They're the wimpiest states uh to where you you wow. there's no chance that you're you're ever gonna come into contact with anything that will harm you you're wrapped in a bubble inside of your your state uh state line there so really really safe <laughs> i'm gonna go out to
1: on a live. limb and say florida is not in that list. i would say florida
0: is not in that list so uh it'll be you're fun over there of course on that one, yeah if you mm-hmm. want to become a part of the patron family and you want to hear of course let's talk more disney but also let's talk just more nonsense more Uh, A little more about us, a little more adult over on the patron side. And, of course, there are tiers for anything you want to do, including tiers where you get access to the video, where you can see us and uh, interact, private Facebook group, and all that great stuff. We do have our patron-only trivia night coming up the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Super excited about that. We did lots of giveaways at the last one. We're going to have an absolute blast there. And uh, that is a lot of fun. If you join, join that, you know, join the patron family, click that link, below it was $2 a month. You can come over and join us for that party. Everyone comes on Zoom and uh, it's an absolute blast. Everybody plays through your cell phone, your iPad, your computer, and uh, we interact with each other. It's a ton of fun. So join the Patreon family. Lots of fun
2: over there. So really, really good stuff. You know, we talked a lot about it. little different things. You know, we kind of got a little bit of a, you know, fireside chat tonight. You know, got a lot of different Disney topics, whether it be dining plan, whether it be the Star Cruiser, whether it be the Jollywood. A lot of cool stuff we kind of talked about. If you happen to be partaking in any of the things, you know, maybe you'll happen to see Dave over at Jollywood uh, when you're over in Hollywood Studios the next couple of days. If you happen to see him, take a picture. Post him on our Facebook page. We have an amazing DDP Today Facebook page. It posts some great pictures. It brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week.
0: Picks of the Week. Picks of, the picks of, the picks the of the week. It's time for it's time us for to get us our, picks, to picks, get of
2: our, of our picks of the week. All right, you guys know how much I love picks of the week. Dave, what's your pick of the week?
1: Well, I mean, there's a lot to pick from. There's been a bunch of people posting some really fun stuff. Uh, however, uh, there was one that caught my eye because um, uh, there's. It's, it's my age old thing of, uh, that makes me jealous of people. And that is that I didn't grow up in a country with a Disney theme park. So my first experience of a Disney theme park, I was like 24. I was a, a well, I want to say a grown adult. I was an, uh, a I was a adult. legal adult. Exactly. So I was a legal adult. And so, um, but there was a great picture of a couple of days ago. Uh the great Greg Woods uh posted a picture of him with Leonardo the Ninja Turtle. Um And he said, uh, does anybody remember when you could meet the Ninja Turtles inside MGM studios? And I think that whole sentence just dates the picture from the outset, because if you're using the old name and you're like meeting a character that you definitely can't get a meet and greet with anymore, uh, definitely means that it was a while ago. I believe he looks about, I want to say eight in this picture, if I had to guess, So, um, So uh, just a really cool picture. And um, if there's uh, the only thing cooler than meeting Leonardo the Ninja Turtle in this picture are the shorts that Greg is wearing. I don't know if you zoomed in on them, but um, they're they're, they're a treat. I think Justin should have to wear them for a a special challenge. Yes, you would.
0: No problem at all.
2: (laughs) Greg. Amazing. So
1: Greg gets my pick of the week for um, a great little throwback to something that you can't do anymore.
2: Very cool. I, th- I think I remember getting pictures. I actually had them with the uh, Power Rangers over in Hollywood uh, yeah. Studios. Yeah, that was back in our early days ago. going. But, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of great people that you can't meet in uh, Hollywood Studios anymore. But um, one thing you can meet in Hollywood Studios, and my pick of the week, I'm going to hijack it here, Justin, because I, I never yeah. get to go in the middle. I always going up going last. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Michael Henderson, who's over in Hollywood Studios as well. And, um, obviously, he's got some Star Wars pictures. You know how much I love Star Wars photos. And uh, he's doing an adult trip with his wife, which is very cool. It's great doing those adult trips. We were talking about doing an adult trip and at an adult hotel. Um, so that kind of ties into the show as well. Uh, one of my favorite things in the post was he got the reservation for 50s Prime Time, Sarah's favorite place to go, and he got the peanut butter and jelly milkshake. That is one of my absolute favorite. I'm glad you got to try it. Uh, great pictures, and I'm glad you and your wife are having an absolute blast. So my pick of the week goes to the Hendersons.
0: Love them. I love that family. I'm going to jump in real quick and give you my not pick of the week. I'm changing the rules. And why can I do it? Because it's my voice that sings the song. How about that? Is that good? Picks of
2: the week. Pick of the
0: week. Yeah, uh, sure. Let me, go with, let me go with host of the week. Okay? This is a new one. All right, it's heading over to the patron family over on our private Facebook group over there. And it comes from the great Steve Taylor. And uh, my buddy Steve. Look, last year, if you guys want to go back and look, you can go on the Facebook group and see. But Steve challenged me. He said, listen, Justin, I will uh, donate $500 if you wear a kilt to the Magic Kingdom, which I did. I wore my kilt. I wore it backwards, which Mera did not correct yes, me. Yes, you did. Meredith did not correct me and say, hey, you fool, uh, you jerk face. Why are you wearing your uh, kilt backwards? Hashtag jerk face. Hashtag jerk. Um, she did not do that. And uh, But anyway, I did it. So Steve is back. Because I did that, Steve donated $500 last year and uh to to the charity that we were supporting. So this year of course we're supporting Basecamp and that is for kids fighting cancer. Fantastic organization and we are doing a uh, look we're, we're off are running on our donations and we need your help. Get a hold of or uh, go to basecamp.org/ddp4bc to donate or share that link. Anything you can do it just really really helps out. Uh but Steve said listen, time has come. 2023 challenge Justin he said, following his fantastic effort last year and wearing a kilt to MK, I will put up $500 to base camp if Justin steps up to a new challenge. And people listed ideas of this challenge. So let me go through a couple. One was eat a turkey leg, which you know I hate. Ugh, Awful. Dave was there for the first time I ever ate a turkey leg, and that was at Universal, and I will never eat another one. Um, the other one was two weeks of no Simpsons, no watching, no uh, no talking about it, anything like that. Give feel a for that. I added... Uh, an hour-long massage and a steak dinner. And i got to say, Evan Landry and Aaron White, thank you for voting for that. That was very, very nice of you. But it did not win. Uh, we had a couple others. Wear your Cruella DeVille costume to parks all day. Um, all this stuff. Sign up for Polar Bear Plunge. Must ride Mission Space five times, which would be horrible. But the one that overwhelmingly what won. If, well, hold on. What if? What if there was eat a turkey leg, then ride Mission Space? I don't know if there's enough money. In the, I, I I'll do anything for these kids, but man, that would be that would be tough. That would be really really tough. I mean, it would be fine for me. I just whoever's riding with me, I apologize ahead of time. My bad.
1: And whoever has to like clean out the trash can, yeah.
0: That you no, run it will make to it to a trash as you get can. Off. It's going on mission space. Like that's it. Oh okay. Yeah, cool. And I'll be getting well, off the ride, fun. and the cast member will be like jerk face. Um. <laughs> so, uh, but the one that won over- won overwhelmingly. Was to dye my hair pink, uh. So I will be because the great C. Taylor is a man of his words. He already donated five hundred dollars to Base Camp. Uh, I will be dyeing my hair pink on Marathon Weekend. Uh, and we will I will run with pink hair the half marathon to make sure that we raise this money for these kids. Fifteen thousand dollars is our goal to make a difference in these kids' lives that are fighting this terrible disease. And so I will be there, pink hair and all. Ready to run this half marathon.
1: That is so cool for whoever has to resuscitate you that they're going to get to look,
0: look down. I at ran eight miles air. without stopping the other day. I am ready. I, I've got this. Um, but I, I do want to thank. Uh, there's a lot of people out there, you know, um, that have that have just been fantastic and have have been super proactive with with base camp And, and I, I just want to tell you guys how much it means to not just me, but it means. I was talking to the people who run the charity tonight. But it means to that charity. I mean, I'm talking about you know Brandon, Steve, and so many others out there that have done so much already, and I want to thank you guys. Um, and listen, anything you can give, anybody you can share this with, that link DDP or uh, Basecamp.org backslash DDP4BC. These kids are fighting this disease, and anything we can do to help them is uh, awesome. Look at when we, because of our patron family, we were able to donate a brand new Nintendo Switch with a bunch of games a bunch of stuff we were able to hand deliver to the charity. And Dave, you were there to see those kids faces light up to know they got a brand new gaming system that they can take their mind off of this terrible disease that they're fighting is, uh, is really special. So thank you guys so much for everything you're doing. If you have any questions, please get a hold of me and uh, I'm happy to point you in the right direction of what you can do to help out uh, us reach our goal of $15,000 as a DDP family. I really, really do appreciate you with that. Uh, Also look, lots of other great stuff going on. Of course, the Facebook groups, make sure to join there. I haven't done this in a while, but listen, if you know someone who loves Disney, share this show. Uh, you know, because it's a positive show. Please don't share this one though. Actually, share like another week because they're going to get it and they're just, like they just say jerk face a lot and it's going to be weird. Um, so share a different. Yeah, show. This is
2: this is more.
1: This is the fireside chat episode is more of a once you're accustomed, accustomed
0: to, to the, 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 I've the podcast. Grown then accustomed th- to your face,
1: and there's this week's Simpsons <laughs> reference. <laughs> he's not actually singing the musical theater song that it's referencing no i'm not
2: His
0: version really well done Uh, that's a deep cut man um, i'm surprised you got that that's really good
1: there because the line is actually i've grown accustomed to her face which is from fair lady so um
0: yeah anyway we're gonna move on let's uh Uh, let's close this thing up let's get some closing words dave
1: Hey um I mean there's always things to talk about we don't often to the best of my knowledge we've never really done an episode like this where we didn't really have a format and there's a good reason Dan wasn't here cuz Dan doesn't handle <laughs> scenarios where there's a lack of preparation he needs to have his dot points and he needs to have all of that ready um so so yeah so um but it was fun to just talk about some things have some opinions um and to to yeah discuss uh where we are with uh disney as a product right now and where we think it might be headed and what things they could have done better so um yeah fun little episode uh and a great conversation
0: thanks love it mike
2: yeah it was great fun doing a little uh fireside chat tonight um i'm looking forward to the patreon episode tonight it's going to be a lot of fun i'm assuming it usually is and um i'm really looking forward to the uh we got the uh Patreon game coming up in a couple of weeks. On the uh, right after that Saturday, after the uh, Sunday after Thanksgiving, it'll be a lot of fun. It was great doing the game the last time, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing it again.
0: Awesome, Uh, absolutely love it. Yeah, and then this one, the each of the hosts are going to provide their own questions for their own round. So, and there's no stipulations to what you can do. So you will get to know the host uh, a lot better by the types of questions that they come up with. So it'll be tons of fun. Uh, Look, DDP family, we appreciate you. We love you. You are the most positive place on the internet over at DDP Today family uh, over there on Facebook. We appreciate everything you do, uh, bringing topics, bringing great discussion. And we love you for that. Uh, I hope you have an amazing week. Look, This week is Thanksgiving and I hope you're spending it with the people you love. I hope you have an incredible week and uh look if if at any point uh you have an awesome photo of you arranging turkey legs in the shape of a, of a of a mickey head or something like that make sure to post it over on the facebook group so you can be a pick of the week because we want to see some unique thanksgiving day photos of the way you're keeping it disney in your house we love you we appreciate your patron family as joe would say stand by you're on deck and we will see you real soon have a good night everybody have a good night cheers On behalf of the Disney dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward.
2: And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue,